This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired. You found it, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Great to have you with us today and along with Daphne Ursu, our Senior Director of Human Resources at Good Karma Brands. My name is Steve Wexler. It's great to have you with us on this Saturday. Our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good morning, Daphne. Good morning, Wax. It's time for another edition of Hired. The highlight of your week. It is where we talk about recruitment, culture, and opportunities with a focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. So on today's show, we'll learn about a new GKB opportunity in Milwaukee from our ESPN Milwaukee sales manager, Dan Carlson, and Milwaukee market manager, Greg Scalzel. So Dan and, I- and Greg are going to be here. Plus, Daphne and I are going to talk about, it sounds scary. I don't know that it's scary, but the word imposter makes it sound a little... It a does. little scary to me. It does, but we'll break it down so it's Imposter not so much syndrome, scary. right? Yeah. Yes, but we'll break it down so it's not that scary. It isn't as scary as it sounds, but it is real, and I think we've probably all experienced it mm-hmm. from time to time in our career. What is it? Is it normal? All of that is coming up next right here on Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show on the GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. And welcome back to Hired. This is the GKB Recruitment Show, heard every weekend from coast to coast and border to border. Right, Daphne? We're yes. big time. <laughs> yes, we are big time. From New York to L.A., from Milwaukee to West Palm. We're everywhere. Should we name all of them? <laughs> We're everywhere. Okay. Yeah. We I'm going to see if everywhere. you can do it. Can you name everyone? Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, I love this. you got your New York. You got your L.A. You got your Chicago. You got Milwaukee. You got Beaver Dam. You got Madison. You got West Palm Beach. You got Cleveland. You've got... Did I get them all? I didn't leave anybody out, did I? Did you say Milwaukee? I did. Okay, yeah. I think I did. Yeah, if not... Uh... Somebody's going to tell us. <laughs> I know. Out of market. I <laughs> think I got them all. I think you got them all. But Good Karma Brands is obviously a growing marketing, sports, uh, broadcast, digital company. And uh, we're here every weekend talking about opportunities at Good Karma Brands. And Daphne, today we have with us... In our studio, I know at the Avenue, yes, in Milwaukee, um, one of our senior sales managers, director of sales for our sports, Dan Carlson. Hey, Dan. Hi, Daphne. Hi, Wax. Thanks for having me. Used to being on the other side of the microphone, but this is a nice change. Yeah. So Dan uh, oversees our sports sales in Milwaukee, and we asked him when he came into the studio this morning. So when's the last time you were actually in front of the microphone? Yeah. Only one other time that I can recall, probably seven or eight years ago, I voiced a commercial for a remodeling company in Milwaukee, and uh, since then, I don't think I've recorded anything. So, apparently it was so good that we never invited you back, or I'm not sure how that went. We'll, we'll, we'll go with it was so good that it took seven years to return. Your partner had such incredible results Absolutely. that they said, uh, bring that man One back. One time is enough. Well, Dan, we're glad to have you with us. Dan uh, is what we affectionately call an OG, an original Good yeah. Camera Brands. Yes, Dan, we are so glad you can join us. So, we want to hear about this new GKB Milwaukee opportunity. Yeah, so we're, we're looking for our next great sales star marketing consultant on the sports audio team here in Milwaukee in a perfect world we'd find someone with media sales experience I realize that's a rather niche industry so to say so really anyone 
it's not a requirement to be a sports fan. Knowing a little surface-level knowledge of sports, and especially local sports, is helpful. And knowing the local business community also very helpful, and having you know network of connections and contacts within Milwaukee business uh, or Wisconsin business community also helpful. But really just a curiosity to learn about businesses, help businesses grow and succeed, uh, and meet people. And when you say marketing consultant, so tell us a little bit more about like what that is kind of like day to day. Yeah, so most companies probably refer to, refer to the role as a salesperson or an account executive, but really we want our marketing consultants to be those things, but to be consultants with businesses on their marketing. Day to day, you'll be you know, making outreach to local businesses, ad agencies, and setting up business conversations to talk about how we can use our assets to create opportunities to grow businesses through marketing. So Dan, in your experience working with marketing consultants, salespeople, what makes the really good ones good and uh, you know what do you look for what are some of those innate either skills traits uh, experiences that make the really good salespeople succeed again I'll go back to that curiosity to learn and meet people and build relationships to help businesses grow and succeed but also I think an inner competitive drive to win you know it's not sales at all costs within our within our company we, we want to get to know people we want to build relationships we want to create long-lasting business partnerships is what we we're not we're not transactional we're very developmental in terms of helping businesses grow for the long run and working together over a long period of time we, we use the term partnership and and that's truly what we're trying to cultivate so if someone is hearing this right now and they're thinking well I, I that sounds interesting I think I can do that I might need a little bit of help is there like some training that's involved in that I'd say that good karma brands has the most extensive training that de definitely within my career but uh, you know Daphne, you and others on your home office team, their sole role within the company is to train and develop, to develop talent within our organization. So a six to eight week training program where you get to know a lot of different people in a lot of different markets makes a path for success for our marketing consultants and others within the company. We use strength finders and identify the five key strengths within uh, a person and a, a teammate to really help them succeed and help them do what they do best every day. Dan, Daphne and I talk a lot on this show about business culture, right? All businesses have some kind of culture, whether it's intentional or not. Um, how important is it understanding a person's sort of uh, wiring when it comes to core values? We talk about culture ad or culture fit. Talk a little bit about that. Um, if you had somebody with all the sales skills but lacking what you thought would be a good culture uh, for good karma brands um, versus somebody that might have all the cultural pieces but lack sales experience. Um, how do you see the culture piece when you're recruiting? I think the most important fit within the company is, you mentioned them, our, our core values, our six core values of be honest, work hard, listen, follow through, over deliver, and work as a team. Teamwork being the sixth core value. That's really the foundation for a good teammate within good karma brands. You know, that natural curiosity to learn, uh, that competitive drive to win, those are innate things that are going to have to come from within. Mm -hmm. Core values as well, somewhat innate things that are going to have to be ingrained to be a part of the company. But other than that, coaching and development can, can train people how to be successful as marketing consultants within the company. 
That's great. So again, hearing this, if I want to learn more, if others want to learn more, how do they find out about this position? You can apply online, I believe, at goodkarmabrands.com. Look for the careers section, and your resume and application should eventually come directly to me. Yeah, um, basically any open positions that GKB has, you'll find those on our website. It's www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. So, yeah. Dan, before we let you go, yeah. last piece of advice for somebody, a sales professional who might be listening to us, um, you've interviewed lots of people in your career for sales opportunities, right? Yeah. Some of, them, some of those interviews and those uh, introductions go really well. Yeah. Some of them... Don't go as well. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's, that's life. Yes. What are maybe one or two pieces of advice you have for somebody who goes, you know what? Um, the company sounds interesting. I'm into sports a little bit. Um, I'd love to be a marketing consultant. Um, uh, the climate in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, especially during the winter, is exactly Just what I want. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, what advice would you have for somebody hearing this who's thinking about maybe throwing their hat in the ring? Probably the biggest advice I'd have is tune in and listen to the assets so you have an idea of what we put out there, put on the airwaves, be it the Brewers broadcast or Bucks broadcast, be it the Packer pregame or postgame on the Tundra Trio radio network, or be it 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Learn what our local personalities have to say, what our local shows have to offer to fans. Um, Again, you don't need to know every last detail about sports, but just understanding the assets that we're selling and and being confident in your own innate abilities, I think, uh, is uh, is a helpful trait that's going to take you places. Isn't that interesting, though? We've talked about the fact that if you're going to go introduce yourself to somebody, know something about... Right, right. Great advice. And like everything that you mentioned, all can be found and some of that information can be found on our website, right? So doing some research before you apply, going yeah. to www.goodkarmabrands.com and also um, being, you know, listening to the radio station, being a part of our community events, those types of things. So yeah, makes a difference. It. I think Sets it makes a huge difference. Yes, it does. Dan, thanks for, by the way, in seven years, we'll have you back in the studio. <laughs> it's great to be back behind the microphone. Let's do it more often. We, we, we indeed will. Good luck with the recruitment and thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Dan. Wax. Thanks. Dan Carlson, our director of sports sales for Good Karma Brands Milwaukee. More of Hired is coming up here on the GKB Radio Network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB recruitment show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard along the GKB Radio Network. We're so pleased to have you along with us today. So, Daphne, I've heard this term, imposter syndrome, which, I don't know, the word syndrome seems like a big word. An imposter, I don't think any of us want to be an imposter, right? Because it sounds like you're something you're not. Right, and actually, neither word sounds actually really good, Good. right? Yeah. But we thought it was important for us to talk about this, right? Because I think it's an important topic, right? It's real, and and I think there's been more and more discussion lately about it. And I guess, why don't we just kind of break it down a little bit? Imposter syndrome, at its basic core, how would you describe what imposter syndrome is and you know how to recognize it? I would describe it as when somebody maybe feels like uncertain or maybe doubtful about maybe themselves or how they show up in front of other people. Mm. I think that's what I how I would just define it. And I think it shows up in in different ways, you know, in personal conversations, um, in the work that we do, um, in relationships. But it's really about not bringing your full self 
at least to the conversation. And I think that's really kind of like what it looks like. It's like, so this is really getting to almost a little bit of an innate insecurity that I, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but in my experience, we all have some of that there, you know, that little itch of, should I be in this role? Do I deserve this success? You know, some people might call that the hunger or the itch that helps you learn and helps you grow. But do you think that that insecurity is evident in nearly everybody that we meet? Yeah, and I think it is. I mean, everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter whether, you know, you are a leader of a company, um, whether you're a manager, whether you are the leader of the free world. I think in some situations, you you need to show up um, as yourself. And sometimes there's some self-confidence there, right? And again, when you were speaking before, it's also just about even trouble like accepting praise and Mm. actually kind of like overachievement, you know, anxious or, you know, depressed feelings and, you know, just feeling like a fraud. So those are also some of the other, other, other ways that it can actually show up. You caught my ear with one of them that you just mentioned, accepting praise. So one of the sort yes. of uh, you know symptoms, I guess, or telltales of imposter syndrome is I give you praise. You, boy, you knocked that project out of the park or you really did a great job with that presentation or these results were excellent. Sometimes people with the imposter syndrome, they're not sure how to process that praise because right. they at some level might feel like they don't totally deserve it. Right. And I think the best thing you can do in that moment is to just say thank you. Mm. Right. Just accept so, it. Yes. If someone gives you that praise because they hopefully, you know, they're being honest with you. They're giving you some feedback on how you either performed or the report you might have submitted. If they're giving you that praise, it's very important for you then to accept it and then say thank you. Mm. I love that advice, by the way. I don't know what to say when you give me praise. Here's an idea. Well, I don't Just give it to you, so you don't worry I'm still waiting, but it, no, no, on no. one of these shows, I'll get some, and I will know now to say thank you. No. So I recall having a manager a number of years ago. I was actually just being recently promoted into my first vice president and market manager job in my career. This was mm-hmm. 1997. Mm-hmm. And I recall him saying, it's time for you to go to Arizona, and uh, you've earned the stripe, and you're going to go run the market. And I was excited. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. Um, it had been um, a culmination of a lot of hard work. and. Mm-hmm. And uh, and all the rest, but I couldn't help but feel like maybe I had a little bit of imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because now that I kind of got the job, I was thinking, well, am I <laughs> up for this? Is this you know? And I asked him. I just said, um, "Am I ready to take on this role?" And he gave me an answer. I want I want to know what you think of this answer. Yeah. He said, "Well, here's the deal: we're never really ready for that next position. Mm-hmm. You're never really ready to." become a husband or a spouse or a dad or a mom. You know, there's no mark on the calendar where it says, you are now ready to this be day, the senior be director ready. of human resources for a big company. Day, yeah. He said, I, my, part of my job as your manager yes. is to put you in positions to succeed. Mm-hmm. And he said, and then he told me something that was a little scary. He said, I'm gonna, he said have you ever been in a sport coat that's just a little bit too big? He said, not a, not a lot too big, but just, you know, the sleeves are a little long and it doesn't fit exactly right. I said, sure, I have. And he said, I'm putting you in a coat that's a little bit too big. Mm-hmm. Not a lot too big. Mm-hmm. You're not going to look mm-hmm. ridiculous and like flop sure. around, yeah. but it's going to feel a little awkward and a little weird because you're probably not quite where you ought to be. And he said, the good news is with time and experience, that suit is going to start fitting pretty well. I love that. That is absolutely fabulous advice. And I think even when you are a hiring manager or you're um, looking for a new member of your team, you want them to have some ability to grow, right? So, and also too, if you are a candidate and you're looking for a role, 
you oh I can do that I can mm. do that but you also want to make sure that there's that opportunity for you to grow too right yeah, a little bit of because that gap right absolutely so coming into it I'm 100% confident maybe you're overconfident you're the expert and those types of things um, that can also be you know a negative in a sense there as well everyone should have that opportunity for a little bit of growth so playing out that suit analogy for mm-hmm. just a moment I remember saying okay well thanks for letting me know that I'm gonna look a little silly for a while mm-hmm. because I'm gonna be in a suit that's maybe just a little a touch too big and he said here's the good news you grow into it right mm-hmm. you, you you work out your muscles uh, and and so all of a sudden metaphorically it fits I said then what happens he goes oh the good news is I put you in another suit that's a little bit too big for Absolutely, you right? and the process starts again over and over I feel again, like yeah. that advice for me Daphne was so helpful because when I felt imposter syndrome I thought oh I recognize this now Mm -hmm. I'm gonna feel a little awkward for a while Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hopefully learn and grow Mm -hmm. the suit will fit and Mm -hmm. then they'll throw me another suit and again I think that goes back to focusing on yourself and what can you learn right there's opportunity for growth that actually allows you to hone in on your accomplishments and what that looks like right Um, so I think all of that it it makes some sense and I think that there's that opportunity then certainly then um, to grow from there and I also think anyone who's thinking um, hey you know I do want to make sure that I show up in in a, in a true form and I, you know am I faking it and all of that. Mm. I just think it's important for us to just take a moment, right? And just think about being your true self in that moment. Okay. Hopefully you have a good relationship with your manager or leaders or coaches where you can say, "Hey, you know, this is a situation that happened to me last week. I didn't feel like I was bringing my full self to work there. I didn't feel like I was giving that person mm-hmm. the either the appropriate answer or the appropriate guidance. A part of it is recognizing it and understanding that and then reaching out to a mentor, right? Or if it's a situation where if it's that imposter syndrome, it can cause depression, you know, it can cause doubt, it can mm-hmm. cause all kinds of things. So it can become more overwhelming. It absolutely can and can, and then it can in fact in, in, you know, um, impact your sleep and those and your health and all those other things and being able to reach out to either an EAP, which is an employee's assistance program, or reach out to others. The point really is one: we all have it. Okay. Recognizing when it happens. Yeah. Understanding that it could be that opportunity for growth, but if it is overpowering, right? You're not able to sleep. You're feeling like you're not giving all either to the position or to the company. Just know that there are resources out there that you can tap into. So you're drawing a bit of a distinction here between, <clears throat> I don't know, I'll call it healthy imposter syndrome where, um, you know, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to grow. I feel like I'm not fully in the job versus a more overwhelming feeling that. I'm kind of drowning here. Like this job is way too big for me. You're saying that if it feels like that, that's maybe a different category than just, hey, there's a gap here and I'm learning and I'm just going to try to get better every day. Well, I think that there's two different scenarios, which is the both of the scenarios that you've mentioned. And I think in either situation, I think you still need to reach out, as I mentioned before, Mm. talk to your manager in the situation where it's like, hey, there's a gap of learning here. Help me continue to grow, coach, those types of things. Put me in um, on projects or things like that where there's a little bit of a gap where I can continue to grow but if it is hey this is just too much for me I don't think I'm going to be able to grow into that role right with you know time coaching coaching even with the development plan then it's important for you then to be honest with yourself and also honest with the company too so I think it's important also really for us to kind of challenge those negative thoughts and those doubts and I think it's important for us to like not be you know necessarily comparing ourselves really to other and just to really try to be in our own power and understand our own uniqueness and remember there's resources and there's others out there that can help you if you're in that scenario great advice now let me ask you this 
Have you ever met somebody or come upon a, a teammate who, at least outwardly, just seems so supremely confident, so um, competent in their job, that you would think, well, they don't have any imposter syndrome because they're just they, – they seem to know the answers. They carry themselves a certain way. Is it possible that there are people who just have no imposter syndrome, who just plow through life, mastering everything they do, being great at their work, and there's no self-doubt whatsoever? Or do you think that's just sort of a fantasy? I don't think that exists, right? Because I think even if that's in your job, it may not be in your personal life, right? Um, I don't know that there is mm. a person who could be 100% <laughs> Who has an A-plus in everything in, in everything, their life. Right, yeah. because we're struggling. Everybody has issues. We talked about it before. Everybody has something that is a little bit of a struggle for them, right? So for somebody to be that way in work and also be that way in their personal life, be that out way in maybe their volunteer life, or um, I, I don't believe that that is the case for anyone. Mm. Um, again, as we talked about before, neither one of us have advanced degrees in psychology or anything um but um there are some people who are very confident in their job and their role and we want you to be um if you're not there we want to just reiterate that there are resources out there um you know you know again understand your own power understand your own uniqueness and also reaching out to ask for some assistance i think is important imposter syndrome thanks for joining us for a hired we are here every weekend along the good karma brands radio network this is hired the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year? I think so, yeah, yeah. At the She's end of coming tw- back. I know, a returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> let's not go. Let's just make this something. She probably likes she us, She might like us. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay, <laughs> at City here in Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. All kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time, um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, uh-huh. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm -hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where City Year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year 
Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. I was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, and then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So then I just transitioned into this role because I felt like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I had only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 1100 biweekly stipend. And at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is $4,826.50. And that is just for that mid-year position. Um, but, you know, free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance, wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break, um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. 
alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. Here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to? Or yeah. Go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City, city year, year. Okay. yes Lacey. so right. yeah lacy okay. and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step that we're not just leaving our core members hanging we're connecting them with other organizations in the community giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state and we even share you know we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come. And you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly outside. I just, I just missed. Yes. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately hopefully get uh, chosen? <laughs> Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. -on -one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why, like, 
that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to- with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Giselle. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or <laughs> right. Sure, right. Years, right? I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? We're, yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isa. You sell. Great Thank to see you, you again. Yes. So should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. 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 <laughs> awesome. Well, always great to see you. Thank you again for Thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Well, Daphne, that is going to put a bow on another exciting edition of Hired. Um, that was fun. We learned about this imposter syndrome, which I guess, now that I think about it, isn't quite as scary as it's I thought it might be. not as scary as we talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Not it's at a all. Natu- it's a natural It is. Thing. Everyone has it. 
Yeah, indeed. And we also learned about a new GKB opportunity uh, in our Milwaukee office, in our sports sales office. Remember, go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers to learn more about GKB. Yeah, such a great discussion, Wex. Thank you so much. So for our studio producer, Chris Larson, show producers, Reese Seberg and Ali Archambo, and leadership coach, Steve Wexler, I'm Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for joining us for Hired on the GKB Radio Radio Network. Network.